Well, we know all too well what the quarter of the year is and the quarter of the century is in football. Next man up. We got a lot of guys going down at a receiver, Anthony Schwartz, David Bell. We'll talk about the guys that are on the roster that may be able to step up and take that mantle, or we might have to look outside a little bit. We'll also talk about the free agents that we could look at to possibly come in and help this ball team. It is G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd, on the next episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things dog pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast. Podcast brought to you by the Locked Podcast Network, your team every day. Host Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore A underscore Lloyd. Of course, from the Cleveland Sports Show in the Barbershop, Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform or, of course, YouTube. Closing in on 2,400 subscribers over there. Appreciate everybody. Um, you know, as we go down this new avenue, um, it, it's it's been great to see the growth here. Um, and now that we actually have football to talk about, we expect the growth to just expand a ton. And uh, it's all because of you. It comes that simple, folks. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. So if it's the time, Go ahead and check it out. Use promo code locked on at checkout. As we did a couple days ago, we did some of the most important talking points of the opening of 2022 Browns training camp. Um, we mentioned heavily the young wide receivers, Donovan Peoples Jones. So far, again, looks like, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones summer is going well. Um, again, we've been down this road before with Donovan Peoples-Jones. Hopefully it translates into you know, a lot more success in the regular season. We mentioned David Bell. Uh, David Bell has yet to do anything while being on the physically unable to perform list. Um, I've spoken with David Bell's agent. He's kind of assured me that it's not really that big of a deal. Just the you know, Browns are being slow, being cautious with their rookie wide receiver. Spoke a lot about Anthony Schwartz. Um, and yesterday, Anthony Schwartz running around goes down. Um, it is some sort of knee injury. Um, first thing I think I noticed, Garrett, is you see the footage of it. You know, you hear they're trying to stretch his knee out. Garrett, you've had two of them. So for me, if it's an ACL and they think there's any possibility of a fear of an ACL, you're not going to go in there and usually start moving the thing around. I mean, it, it, if you thought it was an ACL, oh, we'll stretch it. That doesn't seem to be the case. Um, maybe it's a sprain. Who knows? Sprains are weird. They could be something that lasts two weeks. Could be something that bothers you for two months. Um, you know, Anthony Schwartz. Look, the biggest part of Anthony Schwartz's game is you know the elite speed that he possesses. So a difficult blow for a player. Um, year one. Um, you know, very very strange year for Anthony Bell. Uh, obviously, camp went slow. Um, looked like the best wide receiver on the field for the Browns in Week One against the Chiefs. Then everybody knows what happened: the interception against the Houston Texans. All of a sudden, you know, people are wondering whether or not the rookie was ready, uh, suffers a significant 
concussion against the New England Patriots. Uh, that keeps him off the practice fields and the field for a while. Uh, finally gets going again Christmas Day against Green Bay. You kind of got an idea what the ideal role is for Anthony Schwartz. A couple of jet sweeps, you know, then threats off the jet sweep, fake the jet sweep, screens, runs, whatever else you can do with them. Um, so certainly waiting word here on Anthony Schwartz and, you know, how long this injury is going to hamper him. But for a player who needed a strong training camp, needed to, you know, get his mind right, um, this is a difficult blow for Anthony Schwartz and certainly for the Browns as they were relying a lot on these young wide receivers, Garrett. Man, man, this hurts a lot if, if he's out for a sustained period of time. One, it hurts the Cleveland Browns offense. Uh, two, it hurts, uh, you know, the, the uh, development of Anthony Schwartz. And, and I kind of talked about this before, even though, you know, even back when, when the Browns were considering before the Deshaun Watson trade, and when they talked about, hey, what what uh, what receivers do you want to see, you know, taking it in the first round to come, potentially come help out uh, Baker Mayfield, who was the quarterback at the time, and we heard Drake London and Alave and Chris Garrett and and um, some of those uh, some of those uh, guys uh, that that were out there that were the top notch receivers. And what happened was, you know, I, I would say I looked at it and say, there's a lot of it, it's very difficult for you to hang your hat on or to count on first and second year receivers, even if their first rounders have a tremendous amount of upside. First, the learning curve is is, is a lot higher. Uh, second of all, usually a lot of the soft tissue, uh, you know, stuff that comes with receivers and defensive backs, that comes from a change in intensity, right? When you're in college, you, you have another gear. You may be bigger than people. You just got another another gear that other, other people can't really get to. But once you get into the pros and the professional ranks, every defensive back has has recovery speed. Every defensive back is is quick to recover, and, and you it's very difficult to beat somebody no matter how fast you are straight down the field in a straight line. So what happens is a lot is you see a lot of hamstrings, a lot of growings, a lot of different injuries like that, soft tissue, even maybe knees, because what's happening is you're you're going 90, 95% all the time. And you're just not used to that intensity level and, and you're rampant and there's no, your body has no, um, I, I guess, uh, muscle memory as far as to, to remember how to ramp it up the correct way. Cause you've been playing at one speed the whole time. When you get to the league, it's like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to learn the playbook. I got to get out of my break. You're thinking a lot. And all of a sudden now injuries happen. So it's very difficult for you to count on a rookie, especially if they're third, round picks you know we had anthony schwartz two years in a or it was third round pick yesterday last year this year uh david bell was your guy so now you look at a situation where you have both of those young men out both of them need the most reps because that you were counting on them to play and now they're behind the eight ball they don't get any chemistry with jacoby Brissett or deshaun watson they're not going to be able to be on the field and actually get their conditioning level back up to running routes consistently and you still have to ramp them up to getting up to that top speed that they had a problem with to start. That's why the injuries happen. So when, when I had my ACL, uh, I told my left ACL, my right ACL, when they, when they come out and usually they test you like this to grab your, your, your top of your leg and the bottom of the leg, and they're moving it around to see if there's any slack, if there's any looseness between your bottom leg and the top leg to make sure that you don't have an ACL. And usually they know pretty well. They know pretty much that as soon as they do that test, whether or not you tore your ACL or not, 
And the second thing to confirm the ACL tear is they'll go into the locker room, they'll drain your knee, because usually your knee fills up with a bunch of fluid uh, within about five to 10 minutes, even 20 minutes afterwards. If they drain that fluid and the fluid is a clear yellowish, that's just inflammation. But if they if they draw in his blood, that means you have a tear somewhere in, in your knee. And then the third thing they're going to do is give you the MRI to confirm it. The MRI is, is the slam dunk. They'll tell you exactly what you did, whether it's a a, a level three sprain, which is a, which is a slight tear, uh, or is a complete tear, and they'll let you know uh, what's going on there. If it is a tear, unfortunately, he's done for the season, and that's just it. And we're not speculating or anything. We're saying if that happens to be the injury, we don't know. We have not heard anything. We're not. We're not saying that. That's what we're saying here. We're just saying that giving you guys a parameter and kind of a timetable on some of these injuries, so you'll know uh, when the news comes out whether or not he's going to be a back playing available for the Cleveland Browns. The way you look at it is, you know, I would say at best you would think that maybe most of the summer is done for Anthony Schwartz. So even if it is some sort of spring, you're talking possibly four to six weeks. That's it. Summer's over. Um, and then this puts Anthony Schwartz in a tough spot trying to regain everything quickly, you know, to maybe be ready for an appearance sometime in September. Um, difficult spot, certainly for Anthony, you know, with everything that went on his rookie year. And, you know, as far as the Baker Mayfield people, a lot of fingers pointed towards Anthony Schwartz. Um, you know, me, what do I look at? I look at a guy who still is 21 years old. Anthony doesn't turn 22 until September. Um, this is one of the advantages you have when you draft younger players. Um, you, it basically builds in a, Hey, if it doesn't go well right away, he's still a young kid. There's, you know, the, the time will come. Um, but you know, with Anthony, it, it's, you know, it, 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 he had the one calling card in this wide receiver room that nobody else did absolute elite speed, like, you know, death fearing speed. If you were a defensive coordinator, if he's not accounted for, or if the wrong guy draws the assignment, it's over. Um, so, you know, for Anthony, you know, you obviously looking for the best here, you know, you're praying it's certainly, certainly not the worst here because, you know, the last thing you'd want for a kid who's, you know, going through a lot like Anthony Schwartz's and now trying to get acclimated to new quarterbacks as well is to now say, all right, well, here's 12 months of rehab, um, you know, where the young man's going to get nothing on the field. And look, you can watch all the tape in the world. Um, you know, nothing beats on the field reps. So, I mean, you can get as smart as possibly can. It comes down to whether or not your body can do it, your body can't. So Anthony Schwartz out for the time being, uh, today being Friday, we're going to get word about where Anthony is or what exactly is going on with Anthony, uh, probably sometime Friday, if not by Saturday morning. Uh, we're going to get to, you know, basically, you know, next man up, as Garrett said here, well, you know, what's the thought process there? Who's going to be, you know, getting these opportunities? And we had talked a little bit over the spring here about somebody who was in, odd, you know, in an odd spot on this Browns roster as far as the running back room, as far as the wide receiver room. Maybe that opportunity opens up. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest Locked On Browns. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an EX? Is it an LX, V6, or a V6 Turbo? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only manufacturer their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and certainly in your pocket. 
Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low, and they are for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know Garrett and I sent you their way. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Brown podcast. G. Bush in the building, Jeff Lloyd in the building. We are very excited to, uh, you know, announce that we we are doing extremely well right now. Uh, you know, we went over 125,000 views. Um, so congratulations and shout out to everybody out there uh, that's supporting uh, great local content every single day. Cleveland Browns on the Locked On Brown podcast your team every day and thank you for making us the first listener today as well continue to support us on youtube hit that uh that subscribe button notification bell so you get in, in contact with us and, and every single time we drop a video you will be notified directly to your smartphone your computer your apps all that all that good stuff and continue to download the podcast and and make us part of your podcasting uh universe as well uh and download us uh wherever you get your podcast now, Jeff, we talked about, uh, you know, a little bit about who in the last segment uh, you missed, da- you didn't miss David Bell. You also now missing Anthony Schwartz, two of the guys that you really counted on in terms of your third receiver, the guys moving in the slot, guys that can do a lot and uh, help your offense. Now we talk about the next guys up. We look at D- Jakeem Grant uh, and you brought him in uh, from, uh, you know, you brought him in. Uh, one of the guys that was really uh, dynamic in Miami in, in returning punts. This guy is another guy who has awesome speed, great speed. Uh, he's another guy that does some of the same gadget stuff as uh, as Anthony Schwartz. He'll run jet motion. We have not seen him on offense as much as we we would like to see, and probably as mu- as much as he would like to see himself. Uh, you know, every every special team player wants to be in the offense as well, part of the game plan because they feel that he can break one at any second. So we know what he can do offense or excuse me, uh, special teams wise. We have yet to see him use extensively in the offensive playbook. So we're looking to see what he's going to be able to do because he's going to be a part of, uh, you know, uh, part of that mix in terms of who can step up for those two guys that are out right now. And I think one of the biggest guys, and I'm going to drill down on this is, is Demetrius Felton. He's a guy that was, you know, you look at it, he's a running back slash receiver. He also plays a lot of special teams, kick return, punt return. So he's a very versatile player. Doesn't have the top end speed as a, uh, as a Anthony Schwartz or Jakeem Grant. But the one thing he can do is he can add some versatility on the field, run after the catch. He's a running back. So therefore he's used to, uh, you know, getting the ball, trying to make people miss. Um, being a tough, difficult guy to bring down the space. So I think now it shifts to him. This may be the biggest blessing in the skies for him because when you look at the Cleveland Browns backfield, you already have the top three. The big three is there. Chubb, Hunt, and Dearness Johnson. Those three are there. Then they, they invested a, 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 a pick, a draft pick in uh, Jerome Ford this year, and a lot of people are high on him. So then you started to look, well, where does Demetri Felton fit in here? Does he have a place in this team? Now, all of a sudden, you look up, Anthony Schwartz is down. Uh, you know, you, you got David Bell is down. And now as a, a guy like Demetri Felton, if you can stay healthy, if you can make the most out of your opportunities, you may actually see 
if those other two guys miss a lot of time, you could see him be your starting slot receiver come the first day of training camp when we suited up against the Carolina Panthers. So I'm very interested to see how he handles this and if he takes advantage of it, Jeff. Um, there's no question here. Uh, you know, things have, uh, you know, obviously changed and look, the Browns still got to get to work every day. You got to get a, your new franchise quarterback acclimated into Sean Watson, you know, understanding that there's going to be a, you know, a, a blip to when the actual start date is for Deshaun Watson. Um, Jakeen Grant, we had mentioned this, look, there was the opportunity, you know, and nobody wanted it to come the way it's come Anthony Schwartz via injury, but there was the possibility if there were any slip ups or any, you know, hesitation in Anthony Schwartz's development this summer. Jakeem Grant brings a lot to the table to what Anthony Schwartz can do. So, you know, Jakeem Grant is an opportunity. Um, You know, he's a veteran. Uh, There was a game last year against the Green Bay Packers. They had no answer for him as a returner or you're running some of these, you know, short drags, basically space plays, get an elite athlete, the ball in his hands with space. You know, he's got the speed, he's got the wiggle. All things necessary, but these he's also a type of guy you're not just going to say, All right, well, you know, Jakeem Grant's going to go out there, we can target him 10 times. It's it doesn't, you know, he's just not that type of guy, a small dose, but with a big impact is what you can get with Jakeem Grant. You know, Browns did draft two wide receivers, you know, David Bell currently, uh, currently on the pup list. Um, they did draft Michael Woods out of Oklahoma. Um, there's been some you know positive talk so far. Albert Breer even said it the other day, This looks like a guy who's ready to compete. Um, so an opportunity, Michael Woods, that, you know, maybe slice of the pie was not going to be as big this summer. But again, you know, sometimes things force themselves and you get into these opportunities and situations and you get somebody to step up. So we'll see how it you know goes from Michael Woods here over the next couple of weeks. But Demetric Felton, and I could not agree with you more. Um, you know, look, a couple of weeks ago for Demetric Felton is, you know, where are you exactly? Because as the fifth running back, you know, where, what exactly does that mean? He was in a really difficult spot there as maybe the seventh, eighth, nine receiver. Where exactly are you there? But you have a player who has slot ability. Um, you have a player who was a, you know, in one season, he was a running back at UCLA. In one season, he was a wide receiver at UCLA. You know, with David Bell out, with Anthony Schwartz and the status of his injury, you know, Demetri Felton, you know, he did some nice things last year, certainly in a limited, a limited amount of time. You know, the big, um, you know, jet screen uh, for the touchdown against Houston Texans uh, closed out the season with a score uh, against Cincinnati Bengals. So the opportunity is here for other guys to step up. Um, so with that, but it's the difficultness of it because look, I mean, it's the offense is the same. Sort so for a lot of these guys, that's not necessarily the issue, but a lot of new moving parts in new quarterbacks. Um, you have Deshaun Watson trying to learn everybody as fast as he can. Jacoby Brissett trying to learn everybody as fast as he can. And they came into this with a pecking order and already possibly the pecking order changed a little bit. Um, but, you know, we were really, really hoping to you know hear some positive things from these kids over the next couple of weeks in training camp. And right now, basically, both of them are stuck in the pause mode. Yeah, and, and that's that's one again, once again, you know, just just the growing pains with young receivers, you know. Um, it's part of the game, and, and we've seen it happen as well. We've seen it happen uh, a couple years ago where Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward both had hamstrings. It just seemed like they just missed the whole season with those hamstrings. And and I, I think that's just the, the important part of understanding how to be a professional, learning uh, your body, understanding what you what work you need to do in the offseason to get your body prepared to be able to go through training camp, to be able to then transition and get through the rest of the season. It's a learning process. Um, you know, that that's why the veterans say, you know, they they know throughout the, you know, the, their their career 
where they messed up a little bit, where they would want to, uh, you know, add some endurance, add some speed, but also give the, the body a chance to rest and recover so that when you get to training camp, you don't have any of these nagging injuries, the hamstrings, the ankles, all that good stuff. That comes down to your, your preparation, uh, your nutrition, and, and, and what, you, what you're doing in the offseason. So hopefully we can get these guys back on the field. But coming up here in this next segment, we're going to talk about if we can't find a guy inside the locker room, what are some options for the Cleveland Browns to move forward and get some veterans in here to help out this team? Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Browns going through the current wide receiver issues. If you haven't tried Bill Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks and, of course, covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of actually making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in each bar. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a new reason and a new hiding spot to just hoard them to yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for a workout or a late-night treat, or just to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush and Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you continue to support us out there. We appreciate everybody that's continuing to make us one of the fastest growing uh, you know, podcasts on YouTube and on your regular uh your, your regular independent blogosphere or your podcast wherever you download your podcast we want to thank you for making us uh you know one of those top top programs we want to show people cleveland ohio we get it done over here um we're rabid about our browns we really go out and support our browns continue to support the podcast uh and, and we will continue to keep pumping out this daily content jeff we talked to you wanted to get into a couple names and i think you got some names right there um, that you want to go over as, as potential guys that can come in and help the team. Now, we do have some younger receivers. We mentioned Woods. We've mentioned Demetri Felton. We've also uh, um, um, mentioned, uh, I think it's Marcus Bradley. Um, those guys are already in the system. But what if we have to look outside to some veterans that can come in here? You have a list of names that we're going to go over. First things first. Now, this is where the difficulty of the Browns and their situation with Deshaun and not knowing what the suspension length is. First thing you do is you obviously the name that's been connected ever since Deshaun Watson got here has been Will Fuller. But even if you call Will Fuller right now and you call his camp, what does maybe Will Fuller and his camp say? Well, when's, when's Deshaun going to play? I mean, if he's coming, he's coming to play to Deshaun with Deshaun and you rekindle a relationship he has had that has been successful for Will Fuller in the time he was available in Houston with Deshaun Watson. If it's six games with Jacoby Brissett, I'm not sure any free agent wide receivers looking at this and saying, oh man, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. You know, of course, the other thing is, is 
with whatever is David Bell and Anthony Schwartz's status, it's hard to call a veteran wide receiver and say, hey, can you come in here? Give us some good practice for about three, four weeks. But ideally, if David Bell and Anthony Schwartz are healthy, we don't really want you anyway. So they're in a tough spot with that. Of course, I mean, Will Fuller has been the name that's been talked about a ton. And Will's got some game. There's no question about that. Um, What he can bring vertically is something I think that would certainly aid this team, aid this offense. This is something that's always been the issue for the two years in the Coach Stefanski era is getting these big chunk plays and making things a little bit you know, easier, a little bit more open in the underneath passing games. A um, couple of names. Uh, Chester Rogers has been a successful wide receiver in this league, um, more of an underneath guy with some wiggle, um, good yak ability. One that I'm looking at here is uh, Jawan. Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings was kind of clogged in his spot here in the San Francisco locker room. He is another player um, with great run after the catch ability. Um, the problem is you know, San Francisco, everything became revolved around you know, the running backs, Debo, Samuel, George Kittle, and there wasn't really another uh, opportunity for really anybody else within the skill position room. Juwan Jennings is a name that kind of intrigues me here, 25 years old. Um he was a former fifth-round pick out of the University of Tennessee. He can kind of do a little bit of everything. You know, the Browns, some of these wide receivers, they like to be able to use you in whatever aspect, even if it's, you know, just, you know, faking jet sweep motion, things of that, so they can obviously get the defense thinking one way, counteract that off of it. But, you know, Will Fuller seems like the most logical phone call to make. But, again, I think the hiccup there is not knowing what Deshaun Watson's availability is. If you're coming here and it's for a short period of time or even maybe even one season, you're trying to bulk up some stats to get yourself somewhere else next year for some decent money. Um, you, you know, if you're a free agent wide receiver, you're doing that thinking you got Deshaun Watson feeding you. If it's Jacoby Brissett, that may cause a little more pause and hesitation. But other names out there: Chester Rogers, uh, Jawan Jennings. These are things the Browns could pursue. I'm sure preliminary calls have probably been made while they are waiting for the results um, from Anthony Schwartz's tests. Um, but you know, as GM, you've always got to be working. You've got to be, you have to have the understanding that, you know, what my roster looks like today, it may not look like tomorrow. Um, thing nobody has ever accused Andrew Barry of it, not working or not being proactive in his thinking. So I'm sure there's been you know, initial phone calls made and waiting on word from the doc, most likely. Yeah. Uh, I think that you bring up a pretty good point. Um, when you say they're between a rock and a hard place, I think they wanted to go with the youth movement. I think that's that they've identified a couple areas where on the team that they were going to let the rookies and kind of in the second year players and the young guys develop uh, and, and try to get uh, those guys to to be the guys that would step up and be, be a big part of, of the team. And I think that that we see it at defensive tackle and we see it at wide receiver. We've been talking about it all offseason. Those were the two areas where they said, listen, we've invested some th- third round picks, fourth round picks, late night round picks in some of these guys, and we think that they have some raw ability and, and a skill set that we really uh, are going to be able to take advantage of. However, sometimes when, you know, your plans don't work out, you got injuries just like the re- with the receiver room, you got to kind of have to, on the fly, adjust and figure out whether or not uh, you want to go ahead and invest uh, some capital. And at this point, it's pretty much money. If you want to invest money in, in another veteran receiver to come in here, and, and I know the Cleveland Browns would like to roll over. I know they're a team who has the most cap space. I think it's $42 million, over $40 million, that they're going to be able to effectively roll over. However, they need every center that. They need a lot of that money because a lot of other contracts are going to kick in in their second year. 
Uh, they need that. They, Sean Watson's contract kicks in. So uh, they they wanted to save some money on those two positions. But sometimes, you know, it, it, it's kind of like that, Jeff. Sometimes you got, as the man of the house, you know, sometimes you got a family. You got to do what you got to do. You got to bite the bullet, so to speak. Now, these guys are going to get an opportunity, um, much needed, um, veteran quarterbacks to learn from, to sit with, to study with, to say, hey, look, we're not clicking on this route. What is the problem? Is there a way you want me to adjust this route, which makes for an easier throw for you? Just simple nuances that have to be worked on here. Um, and this was something that we're going to go through this summer, regardless, whether it was David Bell or Anthony Schwartz, or now that it's Demetri Felton, um, now that it might be Michael Woods, um, certainly Jakeem Grant, uh, the, you know, the Browns. Again, this team has high, high potential. And even slight injuries to David Bell, whatever Anthony Schwartz's situation is, these aren't big enough injuries to derail any of this. Next man up, everybody get to work. And, you know, we'll wait and hear the word. Obviously, everybody hoping for the best here for Anthony Schwartz. Hate to see him get another situation where he's going to miss a significant amount of time for the Browns. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 checking that out nice three the fan the barbershop every saturday morning certainly some other appearances throughout the summer make sure you're following at g bush 91 myself jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd show at lockdown browns follow back account dms are open continue to you know try to bring any questions ideas thoughts that you want uh try to be here for you guys as you know much as possible for all the time that you spend with us we appreciate everybody who makes lockdown browns their first listen day in day out whether it's on your favorite podcast platform or of course now on youtube the growth over there is fantastic we're excited about it but certainly not satisfied those numbers are just going to continue to go up as garrett and i try to bring you the best daily cleveland browns coverage we can um all that being said uh, Again, fingers crossed for Anthony Schwartz, hoping for the best. Tez Ben, your delivery of things, Dog Pound, LG on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.